OU wins it over Stanford 2-0. First game of the Women's College World Series for the Sooners. They will play Tennessee coming up on Saturday. That's now 49 wins in a row for the OU softball team. Hey, real quick, though, on the football side of things, um, yes, it will be an eight-game SEC schedule when OU rolls into the conference in 2024, and we're not going to have to we're not going to have to wait very long to find out the schedule. Uh, SEC Network June 16th, so coming up very soon. Actually, I think it's June 14th, right? Uh, we're going to find huh. out OU's uh, SEC schedule. Yep. Wow. How about that? That's um, is that too quick? No. Just right. Middle of summer. I'm on vacation that week. You're going to need some content. SEC's 2024 schedule will be announced on June 14th on special primetime show on SEC Network. To my knowledge, the first schedule reveal, live schedule reveal in OU football history. Wow. Um, Okay. So that's just two weeks away. Two weeks away, we're going to get the... 2024 conference schedule reveal. Uh, any early wagers you'd like to place on a first conference home game in the Southeastern Conference? I'm going to guess it is It's going to be a game with a storyline. Yeah. I'm hoping it's not South Carolina. I'm going to guess it's Tennessee at home is your first uh, SEC yeah. home game. I think that's probably – I think that's probably right, depending on, well, yeah, I think that's probably right. Can I, but let me let me let's just say this, okay? The scuttlebutts, mm-hmm. and this goes back, I don't know, about a month and a half ago. The scuttlebutts, and I think at that time everyone believed it was a nine-game conference schedule. Like, do with this what you will. But the rumor was South Carolina at home would be OU's first SEC game. I don't know if that changes with the eights or if that stays the same or what that looks like, but that was at least the rumor at, at one time recently. Uh, you, listen, I like that game. I, I think that that game is interesting for a bunch of reasons. But uh, I don't love it Don't either mean to disparage <laughs> South Carolina no, say here. It. We're all thinking the same thing. It's it's that, a fair take. Like, if your goal is to have a like a really big deal first game, like you want it to be a home run for Oklahoma, you want it to be a home run for uh, the SEC. You want nationally Oklahoma. You, like you're welcoming in a blue blood program into your conference, to give them South Carolina is kind of a slap in the face. And, again, I don't mean to disparage South Carolina by saying that. The only right move, in my opinion, while I think it's probably going to be Tennessee, it needs to be Georgia to reschedule the game that was supposed to happen. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Now, okay, South Carolina becomes a bit sexier if Rattler is back for that year and he's coming back to Norman. Then it gets a lot spicier, right? A lot more interesting, but Rattler won't be there. Kinda. Shane Beaver not coming really. back is not – Well, I mean, it's it's better than what it's going to be without him there is what I'm saying. I'm not saying I want South Carolina. I, there's several teams yeah. I would rather have. I just – 
I'm just saying, like, it would make more sense if Rattler was going to be actually playing there, and he's not. Here's the thing. If, if, if it were South Carolina, it would be the best home conference game that Oklahoma's had in a decade. Maybe more. Right? Yep. But I can well, give you I can give you at least five games within the conference that would do better nationally. I mean there's some there's some individual like storylines in that game. Just but not not anything that anyone cares about nationally. Just some like right, local sure. things, right? But nationally OU Alabama would be better. OU Georgia would be better. OU LSU would be better. OU Tennessee would be better. Hell, OU Texas A&M would be better, even if they go five and seven again this year. It well, would do they better probably nationally. Will, but it would still do better. I think even OU Arkansas with the proximity and the first time that they've ever played in Norman, I think that would probably even do better than South Carolina. Honestly, yeah. yeah. It, well, that was just Pretty, a rumor. Oh, That's it's, nothing. It's almost the is. worst matchup you could have other than Missouri, Vandy, or Kentucky, or either of yeah. the Mississippi schools. Well, we'll find out on June 14th what it looks like. Um, please, dear baby Jesus, don't let him play Missouri. Please don't let them play Missouri. That's the only positive for me on the eight-game schedule is that there's a chance that maybe they won't play Missouri in game one. But I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you get some for nothing. Rekindle that amazing rivalry with Missouri for their first game into the uh, into the SEC. Now there's a game I would rather see South Carolina in the Missouri. Uh, Please, if the options are South Carolina and Missouri. For the first SEC home game, please let it be Shane Beamer in South Carolina. Anything but Missouri. Literally anything but Missouri. Right. Um, I guess we could get a chance leading up to the game to have uh, Missouri head coach Eli Drinkwitz on some type of apology tour for something that he said about how there's no way we should be giving well. any decent amount of money to – Brent Venables makes uh, $6 million a year. And, uh, you know, my brother, who's a pediatrician, he don't make that much, and he saves lives. <laughs> yeah, Brent Venables is making $6 million a year. So, you know, yeah, he'll, right. he'll say something. He'll he'll take a jab, a stupid jab at, at, at OU. That'll, uh, yeah. that'll probably happen. Um, but in better news, OU beat Stanford today. And uh, just very impressed with Kennedy. I – it's one of the best pitchers that I don't know if they faced a pitcher with better velocity than her because I don't know if there is a better pitcher when it comes to yeah. to velo than what OU saw in the circle today. Man, she was bringing it. Yeah, she was throwing seventy one there for the majority of the of the game. She threw right around a hundred pitches, and you know she was nails all the way through. Only one earned run. Um, would have been a play at the plate had the left fielder fielded it clean. We had a really hard time getting base runners aboard. Um, you know, I thought early on, okay, it's going to be difficult first time through the lineup, but they're going to start catching up with her speed before long and start really putting the ball into play. But it never really happened. You know, I'll be fascinated yeah. to see how Stanford does through the uh, through the I'm, rest of the tournament. 
Yeah, I, well, they'll play Alabama tomorrow. I like Stanford in that matchup, man. If they bounce Agreed. back, I like him to win that game and may, maybe win a maybe win a couple more. We'll, we'll see. I am fascinated to, to find out what OU does on Saturday in the circle. Because, look, I Jen Schroeder just told us that she thinks OU has four aces. I, I don't disagree. I've got confidence in all four pitchers. However, man, like – it, today was evidence. I think the past month has been evidence. Jordy Ball, to me, out of the four aces, is is the best of the four right now. And Tennessee yeah. could be the second best team in the field outside of only OU. So, will Patty go like she's done all year long somewhere else? Will she go with May? Will she go with Starocco against Tennessee? Or do you ride who I think is your best pitcher right now with the day's rest with Jordy Ball? I don't know, if- but she's got options. If I had to guess, I would say uh, 60% she rolls with Jordy Ball. And if she's not, if it's not Jordy, it's committee. Where you throw maybe three different pitchers at Tennessee, never let them get more than one time through the lineup, seeing one of the individual pitchers. Yeah, um, <laughs> selfishly, I'm I'm rooting for uh, Jordy Ball to start that game. Yeah, I don't. I, again, I don't know if that's going to happen, but I just she's just incredible right now. Was she have 11 strikeouts today? I think um, was just clutch in every single big moment or tough spot that she was in. Man, she's just she's on the heater right now. And if you win Saturday, dude, like you're in a good spot after winning today. You win Saturday, all you have to do is win one of your next two games, and you're in the championship series. So, like, yeah, Saturday's huge. What's the – as of right now, and I don't know, we may have some weather issues and some games may start being moved around, but as of right now, what's the scheduled uh, first pitch for Saturday? I think it's 3 p.m., I believe. NCAA's been messing me up all – like, we're playing the thing in OKC and all the times are listed Eastern time. I'm like, come on, just – we're playing it in a central time zone can we just leave it central time i I believe it's 3 p.m though is that start time okay and i'm guessing that'll probably be an abc game sorry 2 2 p.m on abc yeah that eastern time's throwing me off 2 p.m on abc and espn plus thank you for the espn plus option as if we'll be watching espn plus instead of abc on saturday appreciate it great there's a there's a chance that i rip my uh television off the wall once and for all on espn plus on saturday okay let's hit a quick timeout we got a couple of segments left tyler's there at westwood golf i'm hanging out sooner station today we'll be back the ref radio sports network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at brown o'haver fire wind theft or tornado we can help call 405-735-5510 Final hour of the rush. OU is on to face Tennessee. 2 p.m. on Saturday, ABC. Winner's bracket of the Women's College World Series. Jordy Ball was excellent. Complete game shutout along with 11 strikeouts. OU beat Stanford 2-0. It's the Orthostat postgame show live on the ref. Jen Schroeder joined us at 5 p.m. And did, did I catch this right? Did she proclaim that OU is going to win the nat- – I mean, it's not super shocking – but did I hear her say that OU's going to win the national championship when she was on with us? 
I think she said that. Now you've got me questioning. Uh, Connor, did she, she say that? Yeah, I think she said when they go on to win a national championship. Ah, yeah, there you go. How about that? Nice. Jintro Jinx. Hmm. Well, they got a good shot. They they got one down, four wins left. Um, I don't know. I don't know how Stanford matches up. I think I think every team has the potential to give you some type of issues, whether offensively or pitching. Everyone's got good pitching and offense at this point. So um, next, it was nice to get that one out of the of way. Test. Next game is more of a test in the circle. Like Stanford, they just don't hit for a lot of power. and like They had some right. moments today where they got runners on base, but I'd say that – and not that Tennessee doesn't have good pitching. They do, but I just don't know if you're going to see a pitcher to the level of Kennedy who's a true freshman again this tournament. So I think today the challenge was what Stanford had in the circle. I think the big challenge on Saturday is Tennessee may have the hottest hitter in the country – and up and down the lineup, they can really swing it. So, yeah, really good team again, but a little bit of a different challenge, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I think that that's a uh, – the way Kennedy pitched, she had some, you know, there's some fist pumps going on out there. She she had some nice uh, confidence to her. But the that Tennessee team seems to play with – as a group, a tremendous amount of team confidence and attitude um, creates a lot of a momentum for themselves. Like that's a, and I know they've played some good teams. They've played a ton of good teams. Uh, they had a very difficult schedule, but and I don't know. Maybe they even played Tennessee this year. But with the way that they've got it rolling, like that could be a really interesting contrast to see how that game plays out to play another uber-confident, vocal type of team. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I think regardless of the situation, Mackenzie Donahue going to be pumped up for this game. If I was mm-hmm. Tennessee, like she's shortstop batting, what, fifth in the order, fifth or sixth, I'd be worried about her being such a key player on this team, being way too amped and being way too hyped up for that game, you know? I mean, it, it would be natural just to feel like, I'm going to stick it to my former team. I'm going to show yeah. them on this stage, let's go. And you can press a little bit too much. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, McKenzie Donahue in that storyline is going to be massive on Saturday. Which, what is the storyline there? Like she, just, she just transferred, right? Is there anything else there? Well, not only did she transfer, she all of that happened during the middle of the season, okay? Right. And the rumor is is that maybe she said something about her head coach at the time that she shouldn't have, and she was asked to look for another place to play in the middle of the season. So it it's a little she bit wasn't more starting, seemingly, right? Like, right, is, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. yeah. If you remember, she had that huge World Series um, mm-hmm. the year before where she hit the two home runs, I think, in the UCLA game. And it looked like she was catch. poised to be – yeah, she looks like she was poised to be a multi-year starter in left field, but Alyssa Brito came on, and I mean, she was an all. She just got voted as an All-American earlier this week, so it, it wasn't like seemingly. Well, I'm not getting enough play, uh, playing time. I'm just going to transfer and find a better spot for me at the end of the season. It, it felt like there was a little bit more than to it than that. So that's yeah. that's really the element that's interesting. Okay. 
Yeah, because someone had asked me previously, and I, I, I remember it felt like there was something else there, but I don't know that I ever actually heard what any of the rumors were. But knew it. it I think the the genesis from all of it was that she wasn't correct. You know, yes. uh, a starter. Yes, and, and getting yeah. getting the amount of playing time that she wanted. So, yeah, um, we're about to get started back up unless it's a monsoon at Hall of Fame Stadium like it was here in Norman for the past hour and a half or so. Uh, six seed Oklahoma State, three seed Florida State. I think Sander Cock throws a gym. Florida State wins a close one. And give me uh, give me Gasso in Utah to beat Washington in the nightcap. What do you think? Yeah. I'll take FSU. I don't. I've got a. I've got a bias against Utah, for some reason. Uh, maybe it's the fact that the a, a bad one. Um, I watched that that final game that they had at their regional. Um, they got the win. It was a good win. I don't. Maybe it's the the goofy looking batting helmets that they wear that make them look like little league players or something. I don't know, but I'm I'm lo- kinda, I'm not high on weird. Utah. I know. Weird. I, yeah, I don't. I was on a Salt Lake radio station yesterday, and I was telling the the host out there like, "Oh yeah, every OU fan's rooting for Utah. We were rooting for them in the football season against USC, and we loved it when." The Utes beat him a couple times, and with uh, with with, uh, with with the Gasso as the head coach, and Paige Parker, one of the goats uh, in the circle for OU. Yeah, everyone out here is rooting for Utah to make a deep run. Well, I guess I didn't. I guess I was mistaken on you. Well, Mis- I'm I guess not you're the only one. I'm not rooting against them. I I have just been, and I've only seen a very limited amount. Okay, so. Take that, number one. I, I just was not very impressed in the in the game that I watched the other night at their regional. You think they're I, the they, weakest link in the in the field, and I don't think that that's a bad take. But that's, it just, that's it, where you're I'm staying. telling you, it looked like a different type of softball than what I'm I'm used to watching, and that's why I said like maybe it was like the goofy looking little league helmets that they were wearing. And it just had a it had a different feel to to how they were playing. Now you don't get to where they are by being on a different level than everyone else. Like clearly they belong. I'm just I've I've got some like type of bias built in with what I've seen that I I don't think they're all that good. But I don't know much. No, I mean, that's just a well that's even a very more incentive now low, for me to hope Utah makes a deep run now. So Right. Yeah. That's probably who OU ends up playing in the championship series. Like I, I don't know. I'm just going off of a very limited amount of information and that was my takeaway. Could be massively wrong. And hey, I'm hoping Hopefully I'm it's hoping a horrible it's, take and the text line will let me know. I will no, they'll, they'll let you know. They'll let you know. I'm hoping that Saturday has so much drama and maybe OU and Tennessee play again that it builds in Oklahoma City that Tennessee is your new SEC softball rival, because you're going to develop a rivalry in the SEC, like with one, maybe several. Um, Alabama's a candidate. I think Tennessee could very well be a candidate if you have some very interesting moments in this tournament against against the Vols. So 
let that happen, I, please. I feel like there's there's an there's more options for rivals in softball in the SEC than there is in football. Uh, uh, yeah, pretty much every single team offers up some type of rivalry op- opportunity. LSU, Tennessee, Bama. Um, you know they've Florida. They've, Florida, Georgia, yeah, it's everyone. It's everyone. It's going to be fun. That's going to be cool. That's going to be one of the – I mean, every sport's going to be awesome transitioning. Uh, I don't think there's one sport, as we look at it, that I don't think is going to be better in the SEC. Now, the Big 12 is a better basketball conference but I think it's going to be better for Oklahoma in the SEC. But I, yeah, every sport. Yeah, though the SEC is uh, a lot better in hoops than maybe they were 10 years ago, but overall yeah. I'd, uh, I'd probably sign off on that one. All right, final segment is next, dude. Uh, what's, what's going on over there at Sooner Station? I'm sure there's some. Um, dude, okay, you've got the celebration of OU softball winning and the one-year anniversary at Sooner Station. How about that? There's always something going on here, dude. It, they've got music going right now. They've got snow cones outside. Yes, I've got a tiger's blood right here in my hand. <laughs> nice. um, they've got barbecue in there with barbecue sliders. They had the the game on earlier with a with a party atmosphere in in the sports bar that they've got. And then, the, like I said, they've got uh, barbecue that's been catered and brought in with music going. There's always tons of things happening here at Sooner Station. So, so if you haven't heard about this place, swing by. Brand new senior living community. we got the one-year anniversary right now. Really, really cool spot. Come and check us out. we got the final segment next. Stay with us. Final segment of the day. Wrapping it up. Orthostat postgame show. That's how we've been spending our entire afternoon as OU beat Stanford 2 to nothing. Uh, your Wednesday sabbatical has now moved to a Friday sabbatical, which means I won't talk to you until Monday. You want to give us a final uh, weekend prediction? What happens uh, between OU and Tennessee before you get out of here for the week? OU, Tennessee, 2 o'clock on Saturday is going to be the game of the tournament, uh, at least until we get to the championship series. Uh, I think it's going to be an offensive slugfest. I think OU gets the win 12 to 11. <laughs> what, 12? Guys, OU even played a game that, I mean, in that ballpark of 12 to 11 this year? I need to go back and look at the highest scoring game they played, which it doesn't matter. I mean, they don't have to for that to happen on Saturday, but... Right, dude, that would be the game of the tournament if they win twelve to eleven. Oh my gosh, it's going to be. Um, I don't know. I think that there's a there's a chance that we see Jordy Ball come out and start again. Also, think there's a chance that um, Patty throws the staff at him. You know, three three or so different pitchers rotate them through. Uh, you still got aces. Give give them a constantly changing look at, at what they're going to see. Um, I don't know. That's that's my t- like. I Jeez. think they're going to have to win a couple of like really tight games. They already won one today, and I think they're going to have to win some offensive games. They're just going to have to kind of do everything. Schedule announcement: OU is not playing Tennessee. They're playing the 1927 Yankees, uh, according to Teddy, with that 12 uh, 
12-11 game. Well, hey, yeah, I, Malloy is uh, is Ruth right now. <laughs> I, I don't know who's who's Mickey Mantle, but yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, twelve to eleven. Hey, I, I'll take it right now. I'll uh, I'll take wins any way I can get them at this point in the season. Because if you win Saturday, whether it's one nothing or twelve to eleven, as Teddy is saying, uh, you're playing on Monday one or two games to win one, and you're off into the championship series once again. Uh, text line saying no, Teddy. It'll be six to nine on Saturday. Ooh, gum it! I had the low hanging fruit there and totally Missed whiffed. It. Nicely done. Clemson scored seven. That's for. the most anyone has scored on OU all year long from the four oh five. So you're asking that a lot can't from be, Tennessee. Is that true? That can't be true. I don't know why you're shocked. They have four aces. Did you hear what Jim Schroeder just said? And you're shocked at the most runs they've given up at seven? What are you on? Jeez. They've only, they haven't even hit 50 wins in a row yet. I mean, I feel like someone has to have scored more than that. I mean, once you get to well, that 50-win number, then you start to impress me. Well, they'll, they'll do so in a 12-11 win. Hey, Jordy Ball, we'll, we'll see if she uh, she's in the circle not on Saturday. That's fun, man. This is, um, this is a really cool time of the year. It, it has been for a while, but with the way that OU softball is rolling, you can tell that this is must-watch must TV for, like, every OU fan now, except for Clinton Chapel Acres, who is tired of the dominance because it takes away yeah. the uh, talk from OU football, I guess. He's the only it's one. It's okay, Clint. Hey. Here's the thing. We beat the only team in the entire field that had a worse record in football than us last year in Stanford. Everyone else had a better record, so we're the only softball school left. Softball school against a bunch of football schools. We got the upper hand. Thank you to uh, Westwood Golf for having Tyler out. Thank you to Sooner Station for having me out. This place is amazing. Thank you to Textline. You guys killed it, as always. Let's all go have an ice cold Pacifico.